2: Hello and welcome, uh, Pavel Gross, manager or, or coach of uh, Adler Mannheim. Uh, congratulations on on a good season. Uh, unfortunately, it ended early for you guys as well. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, but, uh, every every team has the same problem,
0: you know, with that coronavirus, and we just stopped a, uh, stopped the season after fifty two games, and uh, we haven't played any any playoffs, and now. I hope everybody's healthy, and uh, it's gonna be over. We can start the next
2: season. Yeah, I think it's what everyone just hopes for. It's gonna be over, and then, and then we'll go for next season. You, I mean, obviously, it's interesting with Germany coming through. We have Drysaitel, we have uh, uh, Sider coming through, but but for this draft, it's very interesting because one of your player will be one of the top players taken in the draft. It's Tim Stutzler. Right now, he's ranked somewhere between three and five. And uh, he might be, if he goes three, he will be tied with the highest ranking um, German player ever. But if he goes higher than that, there are some that has him as number two. He will be the highest ranking German player to go in the draft. It's an interesting prospect that you have coached this year. How is he to coach Tim Stutzle?
0: I think the first one he's a very good boy, a very good guy, you know, took care about his school. you know during the season, I think he's very coachable on the ice and off the ice, and just committed to to do the right things there in uh, off the ice too, and uh, you know we try to improve his strength. Uh, I think he's uh, in a good way you know to to put put some 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 muscles on his ribs a little bit to get it heavier. Uh, they get better in these balls, but uh, what I think is very good is hockey, hockey sense, offensive hockey sense, and the quickness, the quickness how he can how he can beat the defenseman one on one, and how he can go to the net and find the open guy. I mean, hockey sense, offensive hockey sense is excellent. is uh, for a guy, you know, for a boy, 18 years old, it's uh, high level, very high level.
2: It it really must be, because what surprised me a little bit was the way that Tim adapted from the junior level to the d e e l so fast. And even considering the fact that you also participated in the Champions Hockey League, and he was a force in, in that tournament as well.
0: Yeah, he's a good player, absolutely. He's a good player and uh, you could see the steps, you know. We started with, with Tim in July or August last year and then the next step he made in, in november and in december you know and the world championship under 20 and uh, after he got sick a little bit so he was a little bit down but you know it took me 10 games and uh, i think he would be ready uh, for the playoffs but you can see the steps uh, the steps that he made it was unbelievable so he's a good player very good player
2: You mentioned hockey sense, it's something that uh, Roger Rundberg and Fred Coach Olson and Gordon, that you faced in the Champions Hockey League and and a lot of other uh, coaches really bring out of their players that you want a guy with a good hockey sense. You mentioned particularly his offensive hockey sense, but how is it defensively?
0: Yeah, I would say solid, very solid. He's not a top player, of course, of course not. Because he played with one um, with one centerman Ben Smith and everybody knows him in in back in Canada. He played in Toronto and uh, he's a guy with a lot of responsibility. And uh, Timmy played left winger. So most times, the the Ben Smith was the guy who played defensively. You know, in the defensive zone with the defenseman. But uh, he was good. He was coachable. He he knew every time. You know, if there was a mistake, he knew it right away, and it was his mistake. And uh, he didn't look for any excuses. So it was a was a was a pleasure to to work with him. And uh, still, I think he you know he improved a lot defensively too.
2: What what other tools does he bring um, as a player? Is it his shot? Is his um, is it um, his work ethic, or, or what really stands out to you, except for the hockey sense?
0: I think you know, get some some. You know, I, I, I was talking about uh, just uh, hockey sense and um, impressive the quickness. You know how how quick he can beat the defenseman, how quick he can. Beat the defenseman and even accelerate there, you know. For example, and uh, create a, uh, the chances and uh, for the, for his teammates. What uh, he can improve, I, w- I would say, just a quick shot. Quick shot. He's able to beat the defenseman, but sometimes there, there's the opponents stick and puck, or he has a, st- a stick or the the, the skate. But uh, he will learn it. He will learn it. He's 18, and uh, I see there's a lot of potential. In Tim, and uh, he's gonna be great player in two years, and uh, he will he will score some goals
2: there for sure. For me, um, as as a Swedish guy, we tend to look down a little bit on on the German hockey. We, we're in awe of all the other sports like handball and football and volleyball and don't get me started on on the biathlon, etc. Uh, but but it, what really stood out to me was. For me, watching him in Champions Hockey League, where he played maybe against even better teams than, than he normally does in the DEL, is, is that um, something that he will benefit from later on as well?
0: I think so. I think so. I mean, you know, every game, you could see it in every game, he is uh, excited to play the games. You know, he practiced very well. He practice after after the uh, practice, you know, just extra work. But you can see every game, you know, he, he decided to play, and you can see improvement in, in, in every game, It doesn't matter, He said, with national team or with uh, with Adler Mannheim, you know, in the league or in Champions League. So I don't I don't think there's a there won't be any any problems with that transition. You know, sooner or later, he's gonna be a good uh, NHL player.
2: You mentioned a defensive responsible center to, to really anchor uh, Stutzle in his, in his progress and, and his form, uh, forward uh, accomplishment. But but if you could grab any team, uh, any center in the world, like defensively responsible, or, or would you prefer to put him on with, with someone that is maybe even more offensively responsible and, and thereby using the offense more?
0: You know, good question, tough question, because uh, we don't know what, what's going to happen next year. You know, with um, who's going to be uh, the, the draft, the team who's going to take the Tim, um, you know, as a, as a draft number three or four. We we don't know it, and we don't know the philosophy of the team. But I think you know, if if, if Tim has a good centerman and a good uh, right winger, and uh, those guys, they play with the responsibility, and they take care, uh, you know, of him. Uh, he could be, he could be. It's gonna be a benefit for him, and he could be a very good player. He could improve, you know, even the quickness, even the the hockey sense, the you know how to play the hockey on a high level. And I think, of course, he needs some players who show show him or who bring him a little bit that. Um, the high high level hockey, you know what I mean. That means you know he made the first step from junior hockey to the senior hockey with Adler Mannheim. Now it's the next step, you know, with uh, maybe NHL team. So it's it's gonna be next next step. But he needs um, he needs good players. He needs good players for
2: sure. Do you see him? Um... Taking a spot on the NHL roster directly, or do you think he will uh, stay maybe with you in in DL or or go to the AHL and and maybe mature a little bit and and learn the North American game um, in place? Uh,
0: I don't think that teams NHL teams they have enough trust in German hockey in German organizations. Okay, I don't think. Uh, they will do the same as they do, for example, the Swedish players, because you can see some young Swedish players. They they play with the Swedish teams, you know, one for one or two years. Uh, but I think, you know, with the same, the same. I thought, for example, about a side, a side with Detroit. I thought, to be honest, that. Um, he can get some 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 games, you know, with Detroit, but he only played with uh, with a farm team, uh, an AHL team, yeah, yeah, Grand, Grand Rapids. So, you know, it depends on a philosophy, philosophy, and uh, what they want to achieve with the player, you know, what they want to accomplish the player. You know, sometimes you pick the player and you just let him play in, in with junior, or so you, you let him play with AHL team and. Uh, you know some Swedish players. They go back in the SHL, and um, depends. I don't know. I, I I would say I would say he could play. He's able to play there. Let's say after Christmas for sure. But I am um, not the expert. I am not the coach, so I'm only the coach <laughs> in in Mannheim So. Uh, and and you
2: That's prefer to keep him anyway. So it's. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I would. I would like to. But we uh, yeah, are realistic. So yeah. we, we know that. Um, NHL teams they don't have any trust in 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 uh, German organizations.
2: Not yet, at least. Is this with with Drysaitl? Uh, Sider Bock went to, to Sweden, obviously, but he's still a German player coming through the ranks. Does this bring up a tr- is this the start of a hockey wonder in Germany?
0: I don't think so. To be honest, I don't think so. We will have, we will see in the drafts, you know, maybe in the first round, Reichel, uh, who played in in Berlin, for example, okay, and we will see the Paterka, who played in in Munich. Um, all of them great players, you know. I mean, eighteen or nineteen year, years old guys, and they are very good, good players. And but after, you know, it's not so not so many players, you know, will come after those three i would say um, extra talents um maybe we should enjoy the time and we did in Mannheim, for example last year we, we worked with uh and this year we worked we worked with uh, tim stutzler we just enjoyed it we enjoyed the time because we knew after those players you know it's gonna be tough um to, to, to get one one player one similar player those two guys, you know, and get them and work with them in Mannheim. It's going to be tough. And the same is for a German Hockey League, you know. We have a lot a lot of good players, a lot of young talents, a lot of workers. I would call them workers, but uh, not with that um, hockey sense, not with that offensive hockey sense, not, not with that talent and ability, you know, to, and skills to create you know, scoring chances to, to create scoring chances and score, score goals. I think uh, we won't see any in the next two or three years.
2: Okay. And that, it's a shame. That's only my opinion. <laughs> it's a shame because it's German hockey. We I think all of Europe would benefit from, from a strong German hockey culture and, and good teams coming through and good players coming through as well. Um, I'm going to put you all a little bit on the spot. I'm sorry, but hypothetically... You are the coach or, or or the GM in NHL, and you are in that fifth, five to 10th spot at this year's draft. With your inside information about Tim Stutzlo, what would you give up to move up that those spots to to draft him? What do you mean? What, what can, can you explain me again? What, what do you mean? What do you? Well, if, if you really? were if you were a hockey GM yes. in NHL, yeah, and, and sure. you, yeah. you, you, you were sitting at the draft, and you know. First is is Lafreniere and then is Byfield and then the board is open more or less and Tim Stutzle is there. In order to move up and grab Tim Stutzle from another team and do that trade, would you give a roster player uh, in NHL uh, along with your first round pick to move up and and get Tim Stutzle with your inside information (sighs) or would you just hope that he falls another to, to you?
0: Uh it Depends again. I have to answer that question. It depends on the philosophy of the team because you can see in an NHL there are a lot of teams with long-term contracts and old players too. They cannot move those players because they, you know, they are old and they got two more, three, four years uh, and, and big money. And maybe, yeah, you can you can change that that player, you know, and just move that player and uh, just say, okay, I would like to. Uh, bring Tim Stützler, for example, in the team. You know what I mean. They yeah. get younger, they they get they get faster, you know, and they get some 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 other faces there for sure. Everything is possible, but to be honest, yeah, there yeah, a lot of lot of options um, what you can do. But,
2: but you wouldn't uh, trade that pick. You wouldn't trade number three for for any player. You would just grab Tim Stützler if you had the opportunity.
0: Yeah, maybe yes, maybe yes. Yes. Depends, as I said, depends on the philosophy of the team. You know, if you have some some, some teams they want to have uh, young players, so they will they will do it, of course. I mean, I believe in Tim Stussler. I believe that he could be, one day he could be a great player. I can see him, you know, with, uh, maybe 23, 24 as a very, very good player in NHL. So it's a little bit long term. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't think he's going to be perfect. He's going to be great next year or in two years. But I think... He could be very good in in uh, in five years
2: with the right I coaching think. and the right development. He will absolutely. be there.
0: Absolutely, oh, yeah, absolutely. I believe they, NHL they, the team state they, they have it. It's not, that's not a doubt. You know, but you know, it's like like uh, Sider, Moritz Sidera. You need he he needs he needs the time. You know what I mean? You have to be yeah. patient with him. You have to work with him, and um, he's gonna be a good player. He's gonna be a very good player. Not maybe next year, but in
2: two, three, four years. And fans need to understand that as well, obviously. Excuse me. And fans need to understand that as well.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely.
2: Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Pavel. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to follow you uh, with the young guys that you have developed the last two years. It would be really interesting to see if you can find another gem to polish up a little bit and. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. it, it it's Germany German hockey is at a crossroads and I think it will benefit all of Europe if, if you guys succeed with um, the development of more talent coming through as always yeah. in in these situations and and the situation that the world is in I hope you stay safe and and that your family is doing the same yeah. and and we can have a chat in person uh, a few weeks or, or months down the line, instead. Yes.
0: Okay. Okay. Th- okay. Thank you no very problems. much. Thank you. Stay healthy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You too.
2: I also got the chance to speak to Dominic Buck who has played with uh, Tim Stützle in the German under-20 team, and his thoughts on Tim as well as his thought on the uh, German development program and how it's changed from when he went to Sweden to play with Vekker and then with Rugler, and now has um, taken steps with Seider and Stützle coming through their own German ranks. You obviously played with, with one of the most interesting people before this draft, Tim Stützle. Yeah. Uh, what can you say about him?
1: No, uh, he's, a, he's a really good player, uh, he's really skilled and uh, he's a really good friend off the ice too, he's a great guy and. Um, I hope for him he he can yeah make make the next step and um, of course the draft is coming up for him is huge for him and uh, he's been cl- he's been playing really good hockey and uh, yeah um it's just nice to to be around him and then playing with him especially he's great offensive forward and uh, he creates a lot of chances and then makes the, the teammates better
2: i mean you, you came over to sweden to, to uh develop as a player, mm. but what is Germany doing right at the moment to develop the kind of players that are coming through the German development? I think they,
1: they trust more in the young guys, they, they give them the chance in, in, the, in the first team and uh, that's what makes you a lot better, because if, if you're young and you play in, in a pro team and you play against men, that's uh, probably the best that can happen for you, because um, I mean it's pro hockey and it's a different world than playing junior hockey in Germany, and, um, I didn't get the chance, so um, I went over to Sweden and I played a couple of months in Sweden under 20, and then I got the chance to to play in the pro team there, and that helped me so much as a player and uh, learned so much uh, my first year too. And uh, but Germany right now they're making great job playing playing their young guys, and uh, we have a lot of great young young players that can play in the DL, and uh, think that that's what makes German hockey uh, much better. And then uh, yeah, we have a lot of success in, in the World Championship World juniors and. Yeah, it's growing.
2: And with that, we jump into a conversation with Thomas Rost. Um, He's a scout, he's a journalist, and he's uh, a good friend of mine uh, who has followed Tim Stutzle for quite some time, and it will be interesting to hear what he says. Unfortunately, though, the recording somehow messed up, and uh, his voice level is a little bit low, so please try and raise the volume as much as you can in order to hear what he has to say. Hello and welcome to a special episode of The Dispatch for Eyes on the Prize. We have some great guests today. Uh, first, we're going to start with Thomas Roost. He is the uh, NHL scout for Central for Scouting in Switzerland. He is also writing for sports.ch when it comes to, to Swiss hockey. And, and that's Swiss and German hockey is really your forte Thomas
3: uh, yes I'm actually uh, responsible for uh, for the Swiss players prospect wise and also for the Germans and together with the central scouting staff in Europe for Chris course rankings
2: of the European the European league and and uh, as always with with the, the discussions like this thank you for for joining us and also I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you are doing well and your family is doing well um, in regards to the coronavirus and, and that's probably how we're going to say hi to each other in for for the next six months
3: Yeah, that's right, yes and I'm very happy that uh, me and my family members at this point all of them are healthy that's the most important thing but uh, of course we, we we have some business uh, trouble but I think a lot of people are suffering a little bit at least in this corona case and we hope we
2: all this. You are here today to, to talk about one of the most interesting prospects in the whole draft. Uh, he's climbed ever since the first draft order came out or, or mock draft or, or rankings. He's climbed everything. And I, I looked back at one of our conversations from early this season where you said he might even be a top 10. And now we're talking about... He might be a top three, or he will be a top three. The question is, will he be second or third uh, in my regards? Uh, Tim Schutzle, and and it's very interesting to hear your enlightened talk about him, but how would you describe Tim Schutzle's season as of now?
3: Yeah, I did uh, follow him uh, already two years back, and then this season early on in the the preseason games and he already first time played with is the Bros is with Mannheim and actually nearly maybe nine out of ten games I watch him I'm so impressed he's really always uh, catching the eye and his skating is, is all already there uh, his physical development is uh, okay for his age I would say and Every time I watch him, he catches my eye and i more and more impressed uh, the the more I watched him. In the ongoing season, he very seldom had really off games. Later on, he started to maybe not score goals as much as he should compared to the advanced stats because he was a little bit unlucky with shooting, uh, scoring goals, but he also is has a tendency to be more of a a playmaker than a scorer
2: Germany has had some great uh, success with younger players and and earlier they left and gone to North America or gone to other leagues in Europe Uh, what Tim Stutzler has done is is to carve out a spot for himself in the DH DEL Um, how difficult is that for a young player
3: I think it's uh, it's very difficult for a young player to, to play in the pro league in, in this league or in the DEL because we have quite a lot of quite conservative uh, coaching who don't really rely and trust the, the very young uh, players. So usually uh, they play in, in a fourth line with limited, very limited minutes, but uh, in terms of the Adler Mannheim, they showed really good use of Moritz Seider one year ago, and now with Team Schwitz this year, they really had a, a good, a good ice time, and uh, they handled them very well. But it's, it's it's very difficult actually for the young guys in these leagues.
2: You you mentioned the advanced stats that he should possibly score a few more goals than he does. Is is he short? That is the weakness, or is it just that he he rather pass the puck because he likes a good pass?
3: I think his shot is is a, is good. He is a very quick shot, um, and he was unlucky uh, not not to score more goals on the one hand, but on the other hand, he really can hit. And compared to when he played junior, when I watched him two years ago, one year ago, then in the junior nets under 18, under 20. He was more opportunistic when he played junior than when he played with the pros. Maybe he didn't want to get mixed up or get uh, criticized too much from the experienced guys when he doesn't pass the puck. But uh, in my uh, eyes, he did tend too much a little bit to pass the puck when he played with Adler Mannheim.
2: Okay, and when he he played for Adler in in uh, Champions Hockey League. Uh, he, he came away with five points in eight games, which is a really good uh, number for, for, for a young player. Um, w- how did he adjust to the international game at, at at such a high level? Because we know he dominated in, in the World Juniors B-group for, for Germany. But, but at that level, which is the top of Europe in many ways.
3: Yeah, he absolutely has no, no problem to adapt to, to whatever level he played so far. And um, that's because of his unbelievable skating. He has excellent hands and he is unbelievably good in anticipating games. So uh, the problem of uh, playing in the pros difference from junior to pros and from a from a good pro lead to a very good lead and from a very good league and finally to NHL is uh, maybe the speed and not just the skating speed, the sinking speed also. And uh, because this is one of his absolute strengths, so he, he needed absolutely no no time to adapt uh, to be already a, a real difference maker in the pro league.
2: How would you uh, compare him to? Is there any comparable player in 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 hockey right now that you would compare to? This is the level he can reach, or this is the kind of player he is? Because a lot of the listeners here are they, they don't follow German hockey or European hockey as much as we do. Uh, so, so it would be good to hear what your thoughts on this is.
3: Yeah, actually, I I, I did think about it uh, uh, quite a lot, and maybe the players I feel reminds me most. First of all, is uh, maybe Jack Hughes, but this is not yet a very uh, well-known player. So maybe from the more well-known players, uh, I would say maybe Matthew Barcel from the Islanders. Jack Hughes from the was number one overall. A big last year for the Chelsea Devils, and I also see a tiny little bit of Ancona McDavid in, in in
2: Switzerland. That, that's some good names to throw out, and and you're not gonna uh, lower the expectations on on this kid. Um, it's it's great to hear, and uh, I have a, one last question for you, Thomas. The Germans are pumping out some really interesting prospects right now. We have cider uh, Bock, uh, Niederreiter, and and other Players, uh, are we seeing the start of the German hockey wonder right now? Uh,
3: unfortunately, not. I don't see this. I think this is little... why you have sometimes good age groups and sometimes not so good age groups. And the Germans really decided on Bock in the last years, and now with this phenomenal year, this year with uh, Stützler and Peterska, Reichel. Uh, This is really exceptional, but it's exceptional. If I would have to bet some money until the next years of German prospects, next maybe one, two years, I I, I can't see yet players on on this level. I think this is not uh, a stable development. It's definitely fantastic for German hockey, what happened, but it's not a stable
2: development. So so Switzerland is safe for the moment? or, Or... Will Germany bypass them soon, you think? Uh,
3: If they played this year under 18 and under 20 to each other, yes, this would be definitely, uh, Germany would have been the favorite and they would use a quite quite good uh, chance to beat Switzerland definitely, yes, this year. Next year we will see under 20, Switzerland has problems now with developing players at this point. Uh, I'm not so happy, but next year is a little bit better than this year. Germany will be worse than this year, significantly worse.
2: All right. Thank you, Thomas, And I wish you all the best for, for the foreseeable future. And uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you because normally we just chat uh, a couple of times a year to, to hear about different prospects. But uh, it's been an enlightenment. And uh, I really appreciate taking your time.
3: Thank you very much. All the best to you.